Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear. And I'm here with... I'm here with Who are you? <laughs> I'm Jason Shear, trying to get our kids to go to bed. This is what it sounds like when we try to record this with our kids awake. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> All right, get your asses to bed now. That'd be great. Good night. All right. Bye. Don't have children. Anyone. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, as we were saying, we're, Shelby's flustered. I'm flustered. Our, this is a crazy way to start the podcast. They've gone to bed for now. Um, we are here to talk about Arizona football tonight. Arizona football is playing on Saturday. Shelby, what do they call it football if you play with your hands? I I don't know. It's a football. That's all I know. I don't know. I just I thought we were gonna enter a deep conversation. I'm awake this time. I haven't taken a nap. So yeah, I'm we ready. had some comments about Jason's conduct on the podcast. People last were night. asking if there were drugs involved. There I really t- wasn't. Shelby I told, told you. the truth. I literally was up since like five a.m. I told and I you. Out. I woke him up from a nap to actually be it, able to record the. podcast. It really wasn't a nap. It was sleep. And Shelby woke me up and said, it's now a nap because I woke you up and it's time to do the podcast. So I'm for the people. Right. And then basically. the second part of the story is that because I woke up from a deep sleep, I went to bed at about 3 a.m. Yeah, it sucks to be you. Anyway, uh, Arizona football is playing on Saturday at Washington Arizona Stadium, State. Washington State. It's an early kickoff. Not sure I what to do with We're myself. We're not really sure uh, what to do with the 12 p.m. kickoff. Probably coffee in the morning and then go to the game. Yes. A little breakfast burrito little action. Breakfast burritos. Find us if you can. Remember also, this weekend is kind of crazy. I don't think it affects the stadium so much as it usually does or could in the past, but it's like El Tour de Tucson this weekend. There's a whole bunch of festivals and things El going Sheer on. Day Revolution. Maybe. We'll see. Depends if Arizona it, I was going to say Arizona <laughs> wins. I was just going to say that. Ben so, White's in town. Ben is in town. Uh, Mike is in Ben and Jason are apparently going out on Saturday. We'll let you know where. I know that we have a fan club. That is, of course, if Mike is emotionally able to go out after Tommy Lloyd shit all over his Tommy Gun nickname. It was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen in person today. Wow. Sorry, Mike. Anyway. Um, but we're not here to talk about Tommy Lloyd. We did that last night. Um, talking about both sides of the ball, 
Uh, offensive and defensive preview Washington State. Here we go. The focus on this game is Arizona quarterback Jane Delora. What can you tell us about the entire situation with him, Arizona and Washington State? Well, it really depends on who you... Uh, Shelby's kissing another man. Actually, just kidding. She's kissing my dog. But uh, it really depends on who you ask. Washington State fans are still... Salty. Very mad at Jaden Delora. salty. I believe a couple comments said kill him. I never want to root for a guy to get injured, but I wouldn't be upset. Jesus. Yeah, things like that. So... The Washington State fan version is that Jaden Delora wasn't happy with how the Rolo situation was handled. And to this day, he likes Rolo a lot. Um, he wasn't happy with the situation and the way it was handled. Um, there were rumors that Washington State was going to offer another quarterback and basically push Jaden Delora out. Uh, Washington State fans claim that Jaden Delora really wasn't injured. And he basically quit at halftime of the Sun Bowl. Jaden Delora is aware of that story. Says he got an x-ray at halftime of that game. Talked to the trainer. And they felt the best decision was for him not to play. Now, when uh, when Washington State um, said that... or <laughs> When Washington State... Shelby's out of control. My kids are texting me now because I kicked them out. Uh... It's interesting to me because when Washington State fans discuss the situation, they don't discuss the, the, the fact that Jaden Delora was pushed out for Cam Cameron Ward. Like, there's no doubt about it. Um, Jaden Delora's dad went to Twitter. Cameron Delora, uh, Cameron Delora, Cameron Ward was offered technically the day after or the day of the Sun Bowl, and it was clear if you're recruiting a guy like that, you're clearly trying to push someone out. Now, Arizona was funny because they offered Cameron Ward. Uh, and what that did was basically speed up Cameron Ward's timeline. And Arizona always pretty much wanted Jaden Delora. And so basically, when Jaden Delora entered the portal, there were things that happened. And basically, um, it, it forced Washington State to really make a push for Cameron Ward, which forced Jaden Delora to push more for Arizona. And basically Arizona was playing chess and Washington state was playing checkers. As I like to say, what's interesting is I don't understand why Washington state fans are so upset because they act like Cameron Ward was the second coming because of the ridiculous numbers that he put up at incarnate word. Uh, by the way, I visited incarnate word. It's a nice little school, nice. but um, you know, it, it's like, look, if you're that happy with your quarterback, why do you give a crap about Jaden Delore and how he left and all that? I think, and, and I don't think Cameron Ward has been bad this season, but I think that you take a look at Jaden Delora, and he's been the better quarterback, and I think that when you take a look at the expectations that Washington State fans have for Cam Ward, they have not been met. Yes, he has 20 touchdowns and eight interceptions, but when you look at the numbers that he was putting on, I mean, there were guys that had him on, like, the, the Heisman list, like a Heisman sleeper. Because you look at the numbers that he had in Incarnate Word, and yes, I realize Incarnate Word is not, you know, whatever. But, I mean, he completed 65% of his passes for 47 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Um, and, and so his numbers were, were for 4,700 yards. His numbers were insane. And then pretty much his numbers are going to be cut in half upon facing tougher competition. But 
Look, I think everyone technically should be happy with the situation. I know Arizona. Sounds, yeah, it sounds like everyone wound up where they're supposed to be. Right, and so it's it's super weird, but it is absolutely personal for Jade and Delora. Uh, they are saying the right things. Jetfish has made sure that Jade and Delora is saying the right things. To Washington State's credits, they're saying the right things, but Jade and Delora isn't stupid. He was upset about the Rolo firing and how that was handled. He's loyal to Rolo. And then it wasn't handled by the new coaching staff very well, and they basically pushed him out. And he knew it with the Cameron Ward situation. So for him, he's not a bad quarterback. He's clearly good. So for him not to probably, in his mind, he wasn't given the chance he deserves. And uh, and that's that. And there is concern, I think, about him maybe trying too hard. Being too emotional. Being too emotional. But I think that Arizona's probably done a, a good job handling that this week. But we're not going to know until game time. But, I mean, Arizona's – Plenty happy with how the whole thing was handled by Washington State. Do it again, guys. Good job. Yeah, there's nothing like those uh, lingering, bitter feelings when you leave a, a job. And when you think about you're so much happier where you are now, but every once in a while it comes back up. Like, God, I really, really hate that bitch. But it's Oh, like, wait, sorry. I got a little personal there. But it's weird because, like, he led them to a victory in the Apple Cup. He planted the flag and all that. Everyone remembers that. So he won games there. Uh, and they're crapping on him, but why are they crapping on him if they're happy with the guy they have? If you're happy with the guy you have, you're just happy with the guy you have. So clearly there's like they they see some Jade and Delore and what he's been able to do this season. They're like, oh, maybe he's not that bad that we pretended like he was. Right. No, and there's just this bad feelings. It didn't end well. There wasn't a good breaking of that relationship, and so there's all these weird lingering feelings. It's like a lingering Chad. But the easiest way to break up with someone is by cheating on them. Mm, no, I don't. I don't think that works that oh. way. But all right. Well, is there any concern <laughs> of a letdown game after Arizona's huge win? I, huge win over UCLA. Huge. Uh, I am always of the belief. That in college sports, not professional sports, in college sports, it is difficult to match emotion two games in a row. I've said this for years. You say it for basketball. I say it for basketball. It, it is called a letdown game. It's not that one team is significantly better than the other. It's that you spent so much emotion the week before and you have to get up again for another game. I don't think that's an issue this week because of the fact that Arizona is of the full belief and recognition that if it wins the next two games, it makes a bowl. And for these kids on the roster that haven't made a, uh, a bowl, it's obviously the next two games are big. Washington State has their bowl game secured. Then they got the Apple Cup the week after. There's a possibility that Washington State isn't going to come in and take it as seriously or be as focused as Arizona is, actually. Like, that's a legit possibility. But is there a concern of a letdown game? Yeah, because I think that's natural. But with the rivalry stuff with Jaden Delora and the focus and the bowl game and Jedfish saying the right things, it doesn't seem to me to be a concern. And from what I understand, they've practiced pretty well this week. So I wouldn't put it up high on the list of concerns going into Saturday. Okay. Sounds good to me. Offensively, what do the Cougars bring to the table? Well, we talked about Cam Ward. Uh, you know, they're, they're a, a spread offense, but they're not afraid to run the ball. 
If running works, then they will run the ball. That's the difference between this run and shoot and a Mike Leach air raid is that Mike Leach isn't going to run even if it's working. Like it was, remember, it was working against Arizona and he pretty much abandoned the run. Um, Washington State will run the ball and have no problem doing so. They lead the conference in red zone scoring. They're 35 of 39. That's 26 in the country. Um, they don't have any dominant receivers, so to speak, but they have a bunch of good ones. Renard Bell, 18 career touchdown interceptions. Uh, Jalen Deshaun Stribling doesn't have a 100-yard game, but don't let that fool you. 6'3", consistent, five touchdowns. Robert Furl in the slot, not big. He's 5'9", but he's fast and, and really knows the system well. And then Donovan Ali, 6'3", wide receiver. Again, no dominant guy that's going to like a Jacob Cowing type, but guys that can put up numbers and score, and there's a bunch of them. Uh, again, the difference with Washington State is their run game. Like, they'll run the ball. And, and Nakia Watson, to me, is legit. He's really good. He had 116 yards against ASU. Uh, he had... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. 166 against Stanford, and I realize those aren't two very good run defense, but we're not going to pretend like Arizona has a really good run defense just because it played well defensively against UCLA. It still didn't stop the run. It was just better against the pass. Uh, Jalen Jenkins' backup is solid, probably deserves more carries. He had 13 carries for 130 yards against USC. So they have weapons on offense, and it's almost in a way easier to plan for a team that has a dominant receiver, dominant running back, than a team like Washington State that's going to get the ball out quickly, spread it around, try to get guys in space. Arizona is going to be challenged. Um, we'll see what they do defensively if they go to the the dime formation or you know whatever they go to that they kind of went to against UCLA a little bit as well. But they spread the ball around. They do quick passes. Um, the one thing is their O line is bad. It's injured and it's not very good. If it was better, then this offense would be better. But the offense has suffered uh, because the, the offensive line just isn't there. They're moving guys around. They're injured. Um, you know, it, it, it's a concern for Arizona, too, with Jordan Morgan. They're going to put Sam Lange in there. But Washington State has had basically a makeshift offensive line this season. They're hoping to get a couple guys back this week. But if they don't, um, you know, that's, that's probably the biggest detriment to their offense right now, the biggest obstacle. Okay. Um, we've known Washington State for its offense in the past, but the defense is the key to this year's team. Why is that? Yeah, Washington State's defense is legit. It is one of the better defenses that Arizona has faced this year. Um, you know, Washington State leads the conference and is 23rd in the country with 68 tackles for loss, third in the conference with 27 sacks. It is 
very, very aggressive. Uh, the Cougars entered the week leading the Pac-12 in scoring defense at under 20 points a game, which is 20th in the country. If Arizona's offensive line doesn't come to play, Arizona's going to lose this game. And it's going to be very difficult. As good as Arizona is offensively, Jaden Delora, and as good as mobile, as mobile, good of a runner as Delora is, he's going to be running for his life if the offensive line doesn't step up. Uh, Brennan Jackson is fourth of the Pac-12 in tackles for loss, seven in sacks. Uh, I think he was the defensive lineman of the week this past week. Linebacker Dayon Henley is second in the Pac-12 in tackles, tackles for loss, tied for 11th in sacks. Uh, safety Jalen Hicks, Jaden Hicks, sorry, has three double-digit tackle games this season. Second on the team in tackles, most among Pac-12 freshmen. He is, I mean, they're good. They're just good defensively. They're very sound. They don't make a ton of mistakes, but they're very aggressive. And a lot of times when you have an aggressive defense, if you pick up the blitzes and things like that, there's going to be opportunity in space. But if you don't, it takes you out of your rhythm and things become a lot more difficult for you. Wow. Okay. Well, that should make things a little more interesting. Uh, what is the path to victory here for Arizona? So I, I do expect a close game. Uh, Shelby Savona, you have a migraine? No, I'm laying the dog out. Shelby's on the ropes, guys. She's so excited about tomorrow night. It's a basketball game and the football game. It's a big week for her. Um, but basically, the path to victory is, is twofold. Jaden Laura has to be himself. He can't go crazy because he wants to get revenge. He has to play within the offense. But he also has to be mobile because... You know, again, like this is a really aggressive defense. The offensive line has to hold. If Arizona contains the run, I think things become much more difficult for Washington State because that offensive line, the pass blocking has not been great the last few weeks. In turnovers, you know, Washington State, as aggressive as they are, if you turn the ball over, you're in trouble against them. That's just what it is. But if Arizona has to make sure they're focused, match the emotion, take care of the ball. Offensive line steps up, and, and I know that sounds like a lot, but it's pretty much a, a normal game. Um, I think Arizona will be fine if they do that. I, I think it's going to be a close game throughout and has pretty high potential to be a, a very entertaining football game. Well, it's lucky that they've got such a good time slot on TV. That should be nice. 12 o'clock at the Pac-12 Network. There should be at least four people watching. <laughs> That's true. My dad is in town this weekend, and he said he might just walk up to the – I, to the ticket office and just buy a ticket and watch the game. He could just say, I'm Shelby's dad, and they'll probably just let him in. That's true. Um, so we'll see if he winds up going. But um, what's your kind of prediction? Uh, I, I, I like Arizona in this game. I haven't decided the score yet. I don't think it's going to be a super high-scoring game. I think it'll be like 31-27 to 27 type of deal. I, I think it's going to be a good football game. But at the end of the day... I think that Arizona's offensive power, their offensive accuracy, ability to score points in a hurry, even against a really good defense, is going to be um, easier to win that game, make it easier to win than Washington State's offense. Remember, Arizona hasn't done well against complete teams, but it does well against teams that are better on one side of the ball. In this case, Washington State isn't great offensively. They're good defensively. But when you also look at Washington State, I think there's something to be said. Um, they beat Wisconsin by three. Wisconsin isn't a good football team, as we found out. Sorry, Allison. Um, oh, my sister went to Wisconsin. Uh, Oregon, they allowed 44 points. They lost, right? Uh, at USC, they allowed 30 points. They lost. At Oregon State, 
They scored 10, allowed 24 points. Uh, they lost. Utah, when Utah didn't have Cam Rising, they lost. Washington State technically hasn't beaten a good team all year. They beat ASU, they beat Stanford, they beat Cal, they beat Wisconsin, Colorado State, and Idaho. So Arizona, you could make the case, has better wins. I mean, UCLA is clearly better than any win Washington State has, and San Diego State is probably as good as any win, you know, that. So in Washington State hasn't clearly been as good on the road. I mean, you take a look, you know, 30-14, to 24-10 against Oregon State. And in that Oregon State game, I mean, it, it was, you know, the Oregon State ran the ball, took a trail of the ball, but Washington State, Cam Ward was 25 of 54. And, you know, I know that Watson didn't play for, for Wazoo, and that's obviously a big deal. But to me, going on the road with what Arizona knows it needs to do and has on the line, uh, I just like the Wildcats in this one. That is a great answer because I agree with you. Well, I mean, you got to go back. You picked... Did you pick UCLA last weekend? Yes. I wanted to. That's I not picked true. UCLA. You picked UCLA. You're back in the saddle, back in the A. Back in the A. Once again. Sometimes that's that's kind of like reverse jinx luck, though. I do that on purpose. Maybe pick Washington State. And I'm not doing that. Cougar. Not for this game. Wow. Uh, I DM'd uh, Rolo on Twitter and I said, Will you be at the game? Because he tweeted about it, but he hasn't answered me back. I'm, I'm trying to get in touch with Rolo for an interview about this game. Nice. Mean Rolo. COVID's not even real. Isn't a, Take it, isn't Rolo. a Rolo a candy? Underrated candy. Chocolate with the caramel. Yeah. Rolo's very under. His name is Nick Rolovich. I see. Very underrated candy. Yeah, they're pretty good. I don't dislike. I don't like caramel that much, but they're not bad. Also, we did have someone ask me on Twitter, what was the conclusion of the saga of the Clawy, where it was the... Drinking the beer out of the boot instead of a, a, a shoey, I had said a white clawy. Um, a, a white claw was involved. I am not drinking a clawy out of a shoe. I just can't do it. I'm going to go on a little rant here. Uh-oh. Someone just sent me this on Twitter. Why is it so hard? So the, the ASU is in the Legends Classic at the Barclay Center, and Shelby hasn't seen this. She's going to vomit when she sees this. I just tweeted it. What? It's, it says it's the Arizona State Wildcats. Oh, my God. There is no other... Sc- I was talking to Doug Tamara, the, the ASU SID, who's just... That the, is blasphemy. The best dude ever. And, you know, it's like no one calls them the UCLA Trojans. They're not the USC Bruins. You don't call them the Michigan, Wol- the, the Michigan Spartans or the Michigan State Wolverines. God. That's really crappy. Just don't understand it. That's a very inexperienced marketing person. It's like, I don't call you my ex-girlfriend's name. Yeah, you better not. Anyway, Jessica. Oh, what? No, I'm wow. Kidding. I don't. Do I have, no, I don't have an accent, Jessica. Um, yeah, that's pretty bad cross-branding pollination right there. I don't understand why it happens, and I want answers. Go, Shelby. Go to the streets. Get me answers. Okay. I'll, anyway. I'll report back. With that being said, basketball. So, Thursday. Basketball Thursday. Take a break. Saturday. Friday. Brielle told me she's playing flag football now. I'm a proud father. We're going to watch football with her all day. No, I can't. The game's at 12. Yeah. Darn. Anyway. We did our football podcast. Thank you for joining us. You can Bear find down. us on Twitter at... At... Oh, I thought you were going to say your Twitter. No. At Jason Shear <laughs> on Twitter. 
Also, we're doing a, uh, a badass sale for Black Friday. So wait a week, sign up to Wildcat Authority. And uh, yeah, it's a busy week, man. Maybe you actually don't wait a week. Forget what I said. Also follow Shelby at Ms. Shelby K. That's Ms. Shelby K. If she gets enough followers, she'll continue to take secret videos of me when I'm at my most vulnerable and put them on social media for everyone to see. And they'll be delightful. Yeah. I will love it. She actually photoshopped clothing on to me in that video. I was I was nude. Somebody even commented, you should have ripped your shirt off. Like that was just like that joyous moment. I was in my underwear, but they were long, so it's okay. I don't think any nobody commented on that. That was funny, but no one said anything. I have nice underwear. So thank you all for joining us. Bear down. Bear down. Shelby, you mentioned that we will get a breakfast, a burrito on Saturday. What are your favorite breakfast burritos in Tucson? I like Barista Del Barrio in Barrio Hollywood. I like Sace at the Mercado. And I guess the classic is Nico's. You can always rely on I that. I can't remember the last time I had Nico's sober. I'm I, be I haven't you. had Nico's in years, but. There you go. Shelby, tasty. a burrito a recommendation. Yes, Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.